0: Oh hey, I'm Emily and this is my best friend Rachel. Hey, I'm Rachel and in 2010, aged 18 and fresh out of secondary school, we went on a gap year, travelling to five countries in five months. Shockingly, it didn't always go so well. We lost passports, ran out of money, jumped out of aeroplanes and landed ourselves in endless ridiculous scenarios. But what we also managed to do is write a blog about our experiences. And without smartphones or Instagram at our disposal, this blog is the only record we have of the trip of our young lives. And in 11 years on, we're reliving it all by reading back over our diary entries for your listening pleasure. Welcome to the Gap Year Diaries podcast. Hey, hey Emily. <laughs> hey, very low hey. key after Lark's <laughs> <laughs> Gregorian monk rendition yeah. of Malcolm in the Middle. <laughs> we were like, how can yes, we top so. that? We can't. We'll just go for the traditional, hey, how are you? Yeah, we're here. This is kind of a subdued feel today, guys. Very like classic <laughs> FM coming at you. <laughs> classic <laughs> FM. <laughs> it's such classic Should FM vibes soothing, today. Soothing, soothing vibes. I'd love to just drop a bit of uh, Mozart's Requiem just to get us in the mood. But Ooh. obviously for rights reasons, we can't uh. also because... <laughs> I don't even know if that's actually a piece of classical (laughs) music or it just made that. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) hi everyone. Welcome. Welcome to the podcast. Hey, hey. Hey Uh, Episode three, series two of the Gap Year Diaries podcast. Um, Series two, Peru, as we all know. It rhymes, so it's easy to remember. Um, (laughs) And welcome to you all. If you're new here, just to recap again, we're two best friends from the UK, Rachel, those previously living in Thailand. Um, and we are rereading our blogs from when we went traveling 11 years ago, our ridiculous, pre- um, pretentious, overblown blogs from when we went traveling 11 <laughs> years ago. Um, and we're currently exploring our adventures in Peru. So, welcome. Yeah. Um, actually, I was going to kind of go straight into why the subdued feels and vibes Please. are coming out for this intro. I, d- I think people could potentially guess, but why don't you um, just we? <laughs> mess uh, up? We we've had quite a big weekend haven't we we've had a great weekend <laughs> great fun um i visited london where emily resides up in camden um, and nice. visited her <laughs> resides resides up in london um and we just had a really fun fun time I mean, we've been enjoying this beautiful indian summer i mean the weather is delicious um and yeah on friday night we went out <laughs> out out <laughs> yeah we went and, out, uh, out. We had, well, especially me, I had a little bit too much gin, had a little bit too much of a good time, um, loved every moment of it and suffered for it the next day. But we, you know, went to Primrose Hill. That was wonderful. Some jazzy vibes there. (laughs) Um, Oh, Rachel. That was such a beautiful, beautiful afternoon of just like, that is such a special, it's such a special emotional state of being, I think, when you've been really hungover and you're sort of coming through to like that bit afterwards where you're just tired. It's like a really like delicate, like I always find that that's the time where I'm the kindest to myself ever. Oh. Even though it's like always self-inflicted, <laughs> I'm so nice to myself. I'm like, oh sweetheart, oh, bless you. You're recovering. Yeah. Are you okay? Oh, oh you had Let's a big go night, did you? The world. Oh, come on, come on, darling. Brush your hair. Yeah. Get your clothes I'll on and off brush day. your hair. Put on a little bit of eyeliner and <laughs> jaunt outside. Yeah, I spent the morning basically like caring for Rachel, like sort of um, Florence Nightingale vibes uh, yeah. as she was. Did uh, you like in- a baraka? Yes. <laughs> My solution to everything. Have a lovely Barocca. have two. <laughs> I'll make it double-strength for you. Um, yeah, Rachel, bless her, I was in a little bit of a cave. And um, slowly, slowly, I coaxed her out, slowly and carefully. And I was careful not to spook her. But by 3pm, um, we were leaving the flat. Um, blinking into the sunlight and rachel was like it's like what did you say as we walked up um my road towards regent's park rachel goes i feel like i've been reborn (laughs) (laughs) i just needed the fresh air but the worst part was when i was hanging out in your spare room on the um on the sofa bed and my phone just fell down the side and emily kind of came in and had to keep Repeatedly moving the bed whilst I was on it. I was like, God, this small bit of oh, yeah. I feel like I'm on a moving <laughs> bed. Like, I can't go. I love how at no point oh. did it occur to you to get off the bed. You were just on this bed like a ship in port in bad water, just like being thrown around. As <laughs> I, I was like, Rachel, I've got to move the bed because your phone's fallen down the side of it. And it was obviously, I was like, thank you so much for retrieving my phone. Um, and it was retrieved. Thank goodness. But, thank um, thank, um, thank that was. That was kind of yeah that's kind of that the, the general update. Yeah, that's yeah, uh, that's us. how we both are. Not not yeah. that anyone's asked, but you know. I asked. I was oh, yeah, I was it. I was already part of the story. Um yeah, I feel like I feel like I'm quite ready um to go to go into the episode. How about oh, you? Oh lovely. Great. Well, it's awesome. good that we've been recording um, this whole time. But... <laughs> Please do, Rachel. Please. Well, let's do a little recap, shall we? um yes. last episode we heard of our question provoking flight i almost read that as fight there and i was like what kind of fight do we get into but no flight no, no <laughs> um as emily incessantly referred to it to Juliaca. Where we were met with Peru's hardest-working panpipe band at the baggage reclaim before heading into the city of Puno on the shores of Lake Titicaca to explore a climate, ties, and to try and make sense of a puzzling religious festival which we nicknamed Jesus Rave and <laughs> ha- was hosted by a Michael Jackson impersonator. Quite the episode. <laughs> yeah, it was a weird time, wasn't it? <laughs> And as you may have it. seen on Instagram, I tried to find some um, shots from that evening that would in any way explain what the hell was going on. But as you probably have seen, they don't. So it, we just took pictures of it as if it was absolutely fine and normal. Um, and we were like, "Yay, Jesus, right? <laughs> <laughs> Yay, Michael Jackson impersonated dress as a clown. Yay. <laughs> and us doing a little selfie at that time. Yeah, too. we did take a little selfie, didn't we? we? Did yeah we oh, did look at us selfies were much harder with the digital cameras i remember because yeah, you didn't have the mirror feature yeah yeah you couldn't see what on earth you were taking a picture of <laughs> oh, no. you just had that little window didn't you to look through and that's all you had that's back in Mark there with the window <laughs> that's all you had guys you didn't have two digital cameras to rub together You <laughs> shouldn't know you don't know you're born you kids right Anyway, enough of that. Let's overview today's episode. I just put that in as a little sound effect. (laughs) You did. And now you're explaining it. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Welcome to my life. So in today's episode, we wake up in the um, high altitude city of Puno uh, before setting sail on Lake Titicaca to enjoy some aquatic bonding with Ruben and our tour group. Um, what was it you were saying just now, Rachel, that Lake Titicaca is the highest navigable lake in the world? That's exactly what I just said. Now, what was it you were saying that was exactly this that I'm about to say? <laughs> um, um, really natural, nice. <laughs> it has, it has a little nickname for itself. It's called the Lake on the Roof of the World. It's just Ooh. a really beautiful little saying. Oh, beautiful. Um, and Lake Titicaca, as funny as it is to say, and, and uh, here, um, Chris, I know you find it still funny, but, um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's, it's, um, it's sort of a reference to a puma, like a, I think like a stalking puma. Oh, really? Which is pretty cool, yeah, yeah. That's the kind of meaning of it. And there's all sorts of religious connotations of the lake. Their version of how the world was created: these gods came out and created the sun and the moon and the stars, and uh, they created the first people. And that's how the Incas, like the Inca civilization, was started from the uh, shores of Lake Titicaca. Oh my god, Just, Rachel! Wow. Yeah, I've got in. <laughs> yeah around, around <laughs> those sorts of things and it's a big lake i could sit here and give you some statistics but it will sort of with my <laughs> subdued talk it will be like a radio <laughs> four thing so we don't want to It'll be it on sort that. of reminiscent of the shipping <laughs> forecast <laughs> <laughs> but no i love that you've you've just digested all of those stats and just repeated them back to me that was amazing i was like well, bloody hell rachel really knows <laughs> the stuff about lake did i'm really interested um, in that lake the little island yeah, it's, of moon and island of it sun it was amazing stunning. wasn't it yeah mm. yeah that's so true the island of moon and island of sun i remember they told us about that actually um yeah, on their little map yeah, it was beautiful. Um, I Yeah, I really remember like, uh, waking up and sort of seeing it glinting. And yeah, when you said it's big, I think, um just as a reference point, like it's it, you can kind of access it, like it's kind of, oh, I don't know if I'm going to like, say this incorrectly, but I believe it's kind of like, bo- well, it's definitely bordered by Peru and Bolivia. So you yes, can access it from true. either country. Yes, um, that is true. Maybe another country as well, but... I can't remember. um, But yeah, so it is huge. It is absolutely huge. Yeah, I remember um, them telling us exactly how huge it was and my mind being blown. Yeah, it's like you can't see the horizon on it where you stand from it, can you? It's mm. like that large of a huge body of water. It's more like looking at the sea than a lake. Um. Indeed. Anyway, shall we? Um, <laughs> yeah, let's uh, we wash up on the shores of the blog and read yeah. that. <laughs> oh, nice segue! Very nice, ass. <laughs> That's um, why they pay me the big bucks. <laughs> um, well, no in pays um, me the big bucks. <laughs> what we've decided to do with this episode is, I'm going to read the entire blog for this episode, and then next week's episode, Emily is going to read the entire blog for that episode. And that's what we're doing, all right? Because <laughs> no one can tell us otherwise. <laughs> we're not going to say why. <laughs> we're not going to say gonna why. That's going to remain just... a mystery to you all. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what's we happening. We have our reasons, okay?
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, um, sure,
0: yeah. This is all you, Rach. And with that reasoning, toe, No. <laughs> okay, right. I'm ready. I'm ready. Em and I woke in a fairly breathless state this morning due to the high altitude after a night of tussling and turning and trying not to run out of oxygen. That made me laugh when I reread it today. <laughs> the usual multiple litres of coca tea were swigged down at breakfast along with bread, cereal and yoghurt. Um, Emily I love how again here you've written it's so weird to say the usual when we'd only been introduced <laughs> to the tea the previous day as if we yeah, said so I, I don't times. know why I was like oh the usual multiple liters like oh god <laughs> <laughs> Every just, the bloody usual. Day. just you know the usual <laughs> like absolutely ridiculous only literally just been made aware of coca tea in any form and we're just like oh god yeah the absolutely usual just bloody trying to hell. be such legends such like down with the kids we're not so stupid <laughs> Um, once we had eaten our fill, which took Emma and I a great deal longer than everyone else, Reuben instructed us to pack a night bag as tonight we would be staying with a family on the small island of Amantani in the middle of Lake Titicaca. On exiting the hotel that morning, we were all expecting to find a trusty coach revving itself up to take us wherever Reuben's plans would lead. However, what we found was a row of about eight tuk-tuks. Um, I'm, I'm not yeah. sure if tuk-tuks is culturally accurate to be honest i and i say that meaning i genuinely i'm not sure like i what are tuk-tuks in peru um are they called tuk-tuks i don't remember i don't remember anyone referring to them as tuk-tuks but basically just to describe them i guess they looked kind of like a rickshaw like they were mm. um pedal powered weren't they like they had a dr- a driver a peddler i don't know um they had a person to propel them and they had like the sort of seat in the back where you could get two people Mm -hmm. um so yeah i'm not uh, i just wanted to highlight that yeah i think it's from like a bike didn't wasn't it from a bike that it was pulling as you said like it was um, a manual pedal power whereas i like the the tuk tuk, obviously comes to mind is the one in thailand but that was done by motor like petrol engine ones which is that's where i was a little bit confused but anyway um so just a flag that although I've written Tuck Tuck 11 years on, I'm not sure I can claim that that's accurate. But just to give you an idea of what we mean. Um, well, we were. Yeah. Um, so this was the first of let me start it again. This was the first of Ruben's surprises that would plague us for the entirety of the trip. I do love how you've written here, plague. Emily Plague. <laughs> like such ungrateful twats towards such a lovely and well thought through <laughs> surprises as well. Like why yeah, plague? Plague is such a stupid word. <laughs> like- <laughs> As if every single day we were waking up and having to like trudge through these Ruben surprises, like an uphill struggle. Like, yeah. It's just obviously, just very nice and exciting things that Ruben had planned for yeah, They're absolutely wonderful. I'm not sure where play came from. <laughs> oh, damn. Oh, ridiculous. Um, The tuk-tuk ride was a terrifying one. There were several times when our lives flashed literally before our eyes. Well, obviously not literally, Emily. (laughs) There's no way that that could have been literal. (laughs) Well, I mean, it was an experience, to be fair. Um, For sure. Um, as I'll read on it's before our eyes as steaming lorries missed us by centimeters and we sped dangerously close to Clayton and Robert in front now I from a different headspace don't overly remember the speed of them I remember being being quite gentle by (laughs) steaming lorries like that sounds slightly concerning like why were they steaming like steaming (laughs) I don't know if I mean yeah maybe I meant like full steam ahead but it just comes across as if they're like like vapors coming up, <laughs> but uh, no, I, I remember. So you don't um, remember that. I remember some swerving, but I don't remember an awful lot of speed. I remember this being one of those times where you think, "Am I going to die? Like, is this the way I'll die?" Which uh, sounds overdramatic. Kind of speeding roads. But I mean, obviously, I'd had a few of those moments before. Um, most prevalently, when I was on the back of Grevin's motorbike. Yeah, but um, this particular. I do remember having that feeling. Obviously, and this comes as zero surprise to anyone, you were just sat there like, woo! I was loving it. Whilst I was sat there fearing for my genuine (laughs) life, (laughs) Rachel, arms in the air like, yeah, (laughs) go faster. And all of that for you was invigorating for me. Terrifying. <laughs> uh, yeah, I have, have been um, afraid of another tuk tuks in Bangkok before. But anyway, let's uh, let's continue. Uh, so soon enough, though, we pulled up at a market and we instructed to buy gifts of gratitude for our as yet unknown Peruvian family. Yeah. So I remember this. Like they basically said to us, "You are." So basically, the reason we were going to on this boat was we were mm. making our way across Lake Titicaca to this island to stay with a with a local family for the night like we were all given assigned families to stay with yeah um and as we got to the shores there was like this marketplace there and well I say marketplace it wasn't really a marketplace it was like a collection of stalls. and we were told buy stuff at these stalls for your families as like gifts to say thanks I have such distinct memories of this I don't know why but it, was, it almost seemed as if those stalls were there for solely for that purpose, like for the sort of continual stream of tourists yeah, that were arriving was, yeah. to buy things to take to their families. And a few thoughts occurred to me, which was initially like, how much of this stuff do these families want slash need? Because if they're getting it every single bloody day, <laughs> surely he'd be like, bloody hell, another load of crap from the, from the <laughs> guests staying. Like, can't move for it. Secondly, I do remember that, we wouldn't like i remember you and i having a discussion about whether or not to buy a coloring book and pencils mm. because we didn't know whether our family had children or not mm. i don't know if it occurred to us to ask someone i don't know if someone didn't know but we were genuinely having this really intense chat and being like but what if there's no children i think Which is weird because you know if there's no children, it's not a huge problem. But I guess I don't know. I guess we were just like I don't know what to buy. Like we were. I remember us being quite confused by this whole process. Did we just buy bananas in the end? (laughs) We were just sacked everything off. We're like (laughs) bananas. (laughs) I think we did. We must have bought more than that. That's an absolutely terrible gift. (laughs) Bananas and like, yeah, in case they weren't and then we still had something to give. Bananas cover every base. (laughs) Children, yes. We went bananas bananas for bananas. Children, no. Bananas, anyway. (laughs) I mean, yeah, that sounds like us. That's probably true. I very vividly, vividly recall looking for those pencils and I remember feeling quite a bit for these. I do remember feeling for the children with these things So i did think oh, what have they actually got out there well like as we well, wondered i mean just... yeah you you obviously you wondered that at the time because we didn't know mm. um and you were like if we need to buy things for them like, yeah that's so true actually that's such a good point like and obviously as we'll go into next episode it turned out to not really be the case but it did put that image in your head and you were like, why do we need, to, you know, are they living in abject poverty or, yeah. you know, it, it was a confusing time, I think. I think, again, we didn't fully understand what was happening. Um, so, yeah, but this is, there's a lot to unpack in this, in these two blogs that I think is Yeah, really there are, we'll, there are. We'll get more to that in the lessons sections. After this, we and our bags full of questionable gifts. Well, we must have bought things then, if that's what well, you've written yeah Unless that here. just means bananas maybe um <laughs> climbed aboard aboard climbed aboard quite the seaworthy vessel which you've just been aka here. a boat <laughs> you said that in your last one didn't you when you were trying yeah, to explain this is what a I'm canoe. Saying. like yeah why can't i just put a canoe slash a boat <laughs> <laughs> you love getting the seaworthy vessel up on in there <laughs> oh, so stupid um so yeah we got onto this boat basically and were instantly introduced to henry a second guide employed to af- to provide us with some lake titikaka info and presumably also to give ruben a break yeah probably yeah do you remember henry uh i remember him being a very smiley man he yeah that's exactly us onto what i remember boat. yeah smiley, that, smiley. i remember his smiling <laughs> his and smiling not a lot else face. but i I do remember he was very very jovial. Yeah, he was apparently. He was. I call everyone jovial. (laughs) I was feeling a bit nervous getting on the boat because I don't really, I don't really like boats all that much. They're just a bit rocky. She didn't know that about you, did I? I don't know. I don't know if it's something that I I always get a little bit nervous on them. Just the Mm. shakes and the constant movement and kind of being stuck in open water is a bit of a Mm. bit a little bit frightening. Um, My housemate has an irrational fear of open-toed shoes on boats. But that's a very much different thing. <laughs> I could get that. Okay, if there's oh, things right. falling, but then wouldn't that be the case anywhere? Why are things falling on a boat more than anything? Because <laughs> it's, it's rocking. rocking. Yeah, because yeah, it's sure. rocking. <laughs> Sounds like a okay. weird joke, doesn't it? With no punchline. Because it's rocking. Hey. <laughs> hey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. So after an hour of information from Henry about, I think he was talking about Lake Titicaca, and we all headed up to the roof of the boat to chill. What have you put here, Em? See a little comment. I think what the correct term is deck, not roof. LOL. Yeah, oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Roof of a boat <laughs> is not a thing. Like, obviously, some boats have roofs, but that's not what a deck is. <laughs> it was like a high deck. Like I would describe it, like a high up deck. Like it was above where we were sitting because you had to climb mm. up the stairs for it. Um, enjoying the healthy views and unbroken sunshine. So I do want to paint a little bit of a picture. You're on this lake. It feels more like you're. You know, up on the sea. Um, And it had bright, brilliant sunshine, blue skies for miles and just the sun right on up on high noon. Um, Mm. And because it was quite not so much cold, but brisk, you were sitting up there not really thinking about the sun too much. Um, And Ruben had warned us about putting sun cream on. Um, mm. So, I just kind of linger that in your mind as I press on. <laughs> I just plant that little seed. I just seed plant there that seed. You. Yeah. That is called right. foreshadowing. <laughs> this idyllic scene was abruptly interrupted by Reuben and another one of his damn surprises <laughs> in the form of a hearty bottle of Peruvian rum and two litres of coke. Right. Such awful attitudes. What was wrong with us, Emily? We deserve to be shoved <laughs> off the boat and be told Is that a good enough surprise for you, you ungrateful swines? <laughs> like yeah i, why? Don't, again, I just he I, gave us I'm, free Rachel, drinks i don't know Rachel, i don't know, <laughs> I, I, don't know I, I simply don't know why that we have this absolute disdainful attitude towards like ruben just trying to make our lives amazing like really yeah. really little dicks i don't know if like i'd written this like because i because i didn't often I didn't always manage to write the blogs on the day they happened. Like a lot of them I wrote in bulk, I Mm. seem to remember. Because it was also to do with like whether we had internet access and da da da. Um so I don't know if maybe like the surprises had built up by then and like they'd become more unsavory i don't know <laughs> so there was some resentment there i honestly don't know but whatever way you slice it we had absolutely zero in this whole world to complain about at this no moment. we really didn't like how dare they go to us free drinks on this beautiful sunny deck of a boat i know <laughs> on the like the most incredible lake in the whole world so that, like <laughs> yeah. oh, absolutely ridiculous why honestly. i don't know made, i don't really know literally sick to my stomach <laughs> I was excited to have some rum on a boat, though. I was up for that. (laughs) (laughs) Like a pirate. Like a (laughs) terrible pirate. (laughs) Ill-equipped pirate. (laughs) Oh, Rachel, you were just, like, absolutely considering yourself to be a sort of Johnny Depp. (laughs) Like Peruvian pirate. (laughs) wow um, he then oh, Ruben geez. as in he, Ruben then grabbed an empty water bottle from Lisa again sort of like an aggressive lexicon here like grabbed <laughs> um, <laughs> aggressive lexicon love that Um. from Lisa and began to mix up a potent alcohol beverage Ruben's bar was well and truly open for business sorry for being annoying it took a long while of passing the heady mixture around the group a la a year 10 house party before all the <laughs> rum and Coke had been consumed again just dicks we're absolute dicks <laughs> a year 10 house party is such a like niche reference as well <laughs> Also not true when were we having year 10 house parties on boats and roofs on boats of- in lake Titicaca? Yeah, south know, america not once, not once not once <laughs> not even for any of our 16ths <laughs> did we do that yeah. uh anyway good grief right back to the boat the rum and coke teamed with the constant rocking motion of the boat I was left wondering how it would look if we rocked up to Amantani Island and instantly vomited all over our host families. I mean, it would look utterly horrifying. There's no other way <laughs> to conceive of it. <laughs> Disgusting. Absolutely. Disgrace. Repulsive. The extra disgrace. <laughs> the Absolute exiled. Disgrace. Exiled. Get back on the boat. You, <laughs> oh, Back on the boat with your rum that you were ungrateful enough to even receive. <laughs> Get out Jesus of our sights. Jesus Mary Joseph after lunch we were presented with a not at all tempting suggestion from Reuben who wants to go swimming in the lake the majority of the group took this to be a joke and I laughed it off it wasn't long though before em and I found ourselves in our bikinis standing on the edge of the boat looking into the velvety depths of the lake I love that sentence and internally cursing our adventurous spirits right that was you I was well in I was well up for her. <laughs> You were well up for it, were you? Yeah, I was. Do you not remember? You were well up for jumping in. I don't remember. No, I just. uh, Oh, yeah, I was really excited for that. No, I was really up for that. Of course, the water was too cold to describe through the medium of language alone. (laughs) A simply stunning hyperbole from Emily. Is that Live Longer from Calgon? Is that what you were doing? <laughs> no. <laughs> but, well, it wasn't supposed to be, but what maybe that's like subconsciously washing in my head. Washing machines, live, longer with, live longer with Calgon. That's where I was going like, with it. You know how like Russell Brand does this bit where he says like his brain goes to a screensaver of like, rather have a bowl of Cocoa, Cocoa Pops. Yeah. I yes. think mine mu- must be like, washing machines, live longer with Calgon. <laughs> Such a little tune. <laughs> Uh, so, yeah. So you were saying that the water was too cold to describe through the medium of language alone. Lol. Yeah, I was simply saying that ludicrous <laughs> sentence. And also too cold to stay in for any longer than the 10 seconds we managed. We were climbing up the boat rudder and out out of there before you could say Reuben's surprise. Again, just another <laughs> poor dig at Reuben. Swimming oh was... Oh my God. I think... Uh, I remember enjoying that because the rest of the boat, we were, you know, getting into our little swim gear, jumping in, you know, showing off, having a bit of a splash. It was all good fun. It was very deep. remember thinking how bloody oh deep God, this, yeah. lake, this lake was. Yeah, I remember it, like, engulfed us in. Like, mm. it took several... Mm. I was literally about to say it took several hours for me to rise to the surface, which is, of course, absolutely not true. <laughs> it took a lot longer than I expected to rise to the surface, but it was undoubtedly still a matter of seconds. But, yeah, I do remember that being by far the coldest water I'd ever jumped in and I think I was really surprised as to how cold it was yeah I think I looked it up afterwards and I think it was something like 10 degrees which is absolutely like it's obviously not scientifically not freezing but it is so cold like 10 degree water is like when I go swimming in the Lido it's like even on the bad days it's something like 15 like 14 15 degrees so 10 degrees is just like it feels like really. something's biting your skin off mm. it did have it's very hard for you to jump in straight like that to be honest did like, we did we jump it uh did i dive I did. in i feel like there's a photo of me diving in unless i've yeah i think there is yeah that yeah, sounds like me. no we did because there was no other way to get in because you were just on a boat it wasn't like you could lower yourself in i suppose we could, there wasn't a ladder either because i remember like to get out I oh. remember being a massive trauma no Rachel this is 100% true that's why I've written here climb up the rudder because there was no ladder you had to like scramble yourself into the boat using like the rudder of the boat and that is genuinely God's truth I remember doing it there was no ladder like because oh. I remember being like fuck I'm so cold I need to immediately get oh. out and then it was like well you can't unless you scramble up this rudder for like and obviously the cold like affects your muscles and famously I have zero for <laughs> arm strength anyway so I was probably just like This was oh like my god i do sort of remember. away. Oh, you're so cold <laughs> yes yeah and i don't think i don't know if i'm correct in saying this but i don't remember anyone else in the tour group going in apart from Ruben. i don't think anyone else swam with us surely clayton did no, maybe he did. No, no maybe he did. But I don't. I think in all the pictures, it's just you and I in our bikinis with towels round us, like absolutely blue with cold, and everyone else just still <laughs> wearing clothes, being like, "Oh dear." And it was guys. the towel. It was those sh- very thin chamois towels as well. Uh, yes, let's talk about the towels. Yes, they were the the travel towels were the travel <laughs> towels, which I've only very oh my god, Emily, right? Oh. Bought those eleven years ago. Only just just got rid of mine. No, from way. 11 years ago. Yeah, mine went moldy. I'm surprised at that. <laughs> <laughs> it was my fault. Mm. It went moldy. It's not mm, moldy to mm, You had the blue one, delicious. I had the pink <laughs> one. <laughs> oh my god, I love how we're oh, like Phil and Lil. <laughs> 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 Phil and Lil like that. <laughs> Always like Rachel has the big one, <laughs> I have the blue one. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> Phil and Lil. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, brilliant. So that's the end of that blog. Okay, so that takes us nicely to the end of this blog. So now we're on to the wonderful section of best person we met slash favourite memory with a person. <laughs> 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 Always makes us laugh that. Open brackets, who was not either of each other. Close brackets. <laughs> <laughs> um, Emily, let's start with uh, you this week. Okay, um, let's. Uh, I haven't really been able to pinpoint a specific person, but I think my best memory of that day was definitely being on the roof as i called it of the boat um on the roof of the boat on the lake of the roof of the world Mm. um drinking ruben's delicious concoction of rum and coke i do remember it being very strong i think i don't know if we made enough of a point of that but it was very strong um but it was just a really like nice bonding experience wasn't it and also what i loved about it was the really in- incongruousness of like how as i said it was like a year 10 house party in terms of how it was just one bottle that was being passed around like how you used to do with like a wkd or something like that <laughs> way um and like oh i think maybe more accurate like a frat party or something yeah like i've ever been to one of those yeah um so it was that, but in this incredibly amazing setting of being in like the highest altitude, the highest navigable lake in the world, mm. um, with like this absolutely crystal blue sky, like not a cloud in the sky, which is a very like unusual <laughs> combination of things. Um, and it was just really nice. Like everyone was in really good spirits. Everyone was chatting. Mm-hmm. Rachel and I were showing off in front of everyone, <laughs> and it was just really nice.
1: <laughs> it's, what about you? It's
0: the, um, um, I have to say, I had the same. I miss something about when you're sharing food or water, food or water, mm. God, like we're orphans, like literally, like cabin boy. <laughs> I have my sharing apple and my sandwich. Crackers. Yeah, yeah, crackers. Wash away the scurvy. Um, <laughs> A small swig of rum to send me to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, to but take away this heavy pain. There is something very kind of primal, isn't it, about sitting oh, around yes, and sharing, drinking. sharing food, sharing drink. Mm-hmm. And you did just mm-hmm. get the bonding going. The conversation was flowing. It was such an idyllic setting. Um, we weren't worrying about time or having to rush anything. There was no rush. There was it was a very chilled time. Um, I don't remember what we spoke about but I remember feeling no. quite excited about having all the all the rum from like an adult Is <laughs> where well. it's like ooh, we get to have the rum we get to join oh, in no. nobody's asking our age or anything like that <laughs> so hilarious that like we were only just legally allowed to drink in the UK and in America not legally allowed to drink mm, how funny is that yeah yeah but Reuben but that, to knew me what he was insane. doing like because obviously it's been such a long time that we've been legally allowed to drink that almost to a point where if you get ID'd now at our age you're like it's absolutely like the most flattering thing that's ever happened to you You're Yeah, like, like fanning yourself like a sort of in maiden oh me but but I'm 30 but at that time <laughs> <laughs> but me? really? what? <laughs> with this skin <laughs> um but yeah like at back then, obviously, we were only just allowed to drink in the UK. No, I know. <laughs> and yet, here we were swigging it down, down swigging down the Captain Morgan. swigging or whatever it was. down. I don't think it was. I think it was. I think it was a traditional Peruvian brand. But um, even so, the Coke, however, was not. That was Coca Cola trademark. <laughs> mm, mm. Um, oh God! Yeah. yeah. So same, same times all round there. Um, mm, same, 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 same. Um, <laughs> what about the lesson you learnt? Oh, yeah. So do you remember I painted that picture? Emily very much said about <laughs> the um, foreshadowing. Uh, so, yeah, we're very high up. It's The lake is something like 3,200 metres high from sea mm-hmm. level uh and ruben did keep saying over and over again make sure you wear sun cream make sure you're wearing sun cream I was like yeah yeah rubes whatever you're not my dad uh and i go up up, rubes you don't own me (laughs) yeah you don't own me it's like that rebellious streak again from one of the other episodes (laughs) that i had um went up and i did have a lot of me covered because it was quite cool we had a we had yeah. <gasps> emily emily yes. we, were wearing, you say that uh, we were wearing our matching hoodies? we were wearing our matching hoodies again Phil a little like <laughs> i had my red one it was kind of pink and you had your blue one I yes i remember uh, so <laughs> cool um, well, to, you know, t- to pad out this image, we also had these hats, hats and like jeans and proper walking shoes on, I remember. I think I probably was wearing gloves. <laughs> Who knows why? I don't think we had the hats at that point because I no? think we were given them. No, we were giving. We weren't we're, the phone. Oh no, you're right. Yeah, we weren't wearing the hats. Scrap that. Um, Scrap that. All on the floor. <laughs> Scrap that. It's not true. Scrap, Scrap that. that. <laughs> I misremember. Scrap, Scrap that. that. <laughs> <laughs> we'll start again. Scrap that. We're on a boat. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid sorry yeah um and yeah we were super high up the sun was on full you know full flow and we're on the equator and later I will describe this in a little bit more detail in the next episode but um it came to the point where my my skin I don't know if you've ever had this feeling this sensation but it feels like a candle is like a, a few inches away from your face and you're like you're trying mm-hmm. to swat away the heat but the heat's mm-hmm. coming from you And later on that day, when I was looking in the mirror of my skin, I can only describe it as pizza topping because part of my <laughs> skin was sort of peeling off to re- and it was not a to reveal <laughs> to reveal um raw skin and it was very hyper red mm. and it was slightly bubbled over it was disgusting the worst sunburn i have ever had that is the benchmark worst one and i was kind of putting like, moisturizer on it and it was very very painful and i very i've learnt my lesson make sure you always wear sunscreen on your face and from this day forward i i have vowed for that um everybody's free to wear sunscreen it's true um but yeah you're so right that's such a, such a, an important lesson um we really really learned that to our um detriment didn't we yeah didn't you suffer with it as well Oh yeah, it's all coming up in the next episode, Rach. Don't you worry. (laughs) But yes, I really did. We both really, really paid the price for not listening to Ruben's advice about putting on sunscreen. It's just a classic case of cooler temperature and wind that stops you remembering it. And I do know this lesson, but it really smacks me in the face. Always tell me. Yep. Yeah, (laughs) I know. I know. It really smacks me around the face, quite literally. Like, where your freaking sunscreen? Otherwise your oh face will God. look like this and I actually had people on the tour group asking me if I was okay that was how bad it was <laughs> Emily what was your lesson yes. that you learned <laughs> well I'm glad you asked um so obviously as I said that was like the coldest water I've ever jumped into and like um to this day I remember it and I remember how deeply deeply unpleasant it was and I think I just had never swum in cold water before obviously i'd swim in the sea on holiday and stuff and that can be quite chilly at times but i don't know if it was like chilly oh no i think i probably had had wetsuits on because it would because it would have been on like holidays in like devon and wales and whatever where i was mm. really into paddleboarding <laughs> <laughs> what was going on <laughs> rachel <was> absolutely terrified <laughs> I, know, I just went i just went off on something um <laughs> But yeah, I'm actually now really quite into cold water swimming. Like, I really love it. Like, I, I am a regular at my local Lido. Um, I really love, uh, sea swimming. I did a lot of it when I was in the Isle of Skye. Obviously, did a lot of it when I was in Spain, although I wouldn't say that was cold water swimming because the sea was gorgeously warm. But, um, I, it is something that I now really enjoy. And I really enjoy that sensation of like getting into the water and it giving you that sort of shock because afterwards you just feel on such a high. Um, but that is not what happened on this day. <laughs> I think it kind of implanted a fear in me of cold water for quite a while because I and, and we yeah because we will go into this obviously in its own episode but i do remember when we were in new zealand we were offered the chance to swim with um wild dolphins which you know potentially there's some ethical things around that we didn't in the end um But I was secretly, because they were like, we'll only swim with them if conditions are right, you know, like if they're Mm. not with their calves or if they're not feeding or any of these things, those are the only conditions under which you can swim. And in the end, like they they were with their calves, so we couldn't do it. And I remember like my overwhelming emotion was thank fuck for that because I really (laughs) don't want to get in that water because I remembered (laughs) what it was like in Lake Um, But, you know, I'm much better now. And I think this was quite an interesting starting point to look back on. Um, I don't know if I have swam in water as cold as that though I have I will say that I think I did a I did a quarry swim like no I would um, I would ago. say it was like oh sorry carry on a similar temp <laughs> just rambling on no I was gonna <laughs> say Martin in 2019 uh... <laughs> <laughs> uh, before COVID um I was gonna say yeah. that the cold water swimming in New Zealand that we did with the glowing worms the dark oh, yeah, the caving true. but we but we did also have wetsuits on yeah um, true but yeah, I think if we'd have wet seats in to Kaka, I might have been slightly more pleasurable. But as it was, I just remember it being absolutely horrific and just desperately like almost like tears in my eyes like, oh, I don't like this anymore. Give me the rum. <laughs> maybe, maybe I had had potentially more rum than you and I don't remember feeling it as much. Maybe. You had your rum, rum wetsuit Yeah, on, I did. <laughs> like a beer jacket. <laughs> Rachel's rum wetsuit. <rat> <laughs> oh, God. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, maybe. I think the coldest Weebs- water, coldest water is probably that, but also in Slovenia, in lake bled Ooh. which you've also been i, mean, lake bled. Yeah, in I lake have bled. also swum in lake bled yeah it's very that was very very uncomfortably cold um i'm not really mm. much of a fan of cold water swimming i prefer my tropical waters to relax yeah. in uh that's your what i like very cold don't they yeah due to the old rainards, um your, your extremities, extremities go milky yeah. white literally the color of milk in your fridge um um <laughs> <laughs> well on i don't know how to segue onto that to wrap it up um, let's not let's just make it really jarring <laughs> uh, to wrap it up guys uh, thank you very much for listening to this episode um, I know we did seem slightly subdued but next week I'm sure we'll be back on usual form uh, you can subscribe follow us share us with a fer- friend f- 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 friend, and follow us on Instagram <laughs> <laughs> uh, and follow us on Instagram at Gap Year podcast and stop by and say hey to us send us a little DM slide into those DMs DMs. Uh, yeah, please slide into our DM. we love it. Ooh. Uh, we truly love hearing from you guys. We really do. Um, if you have any story, story, stories, please do share with Sean Connery, apparently. Uh, <laughs> Sean Connery, star of <laughs> And we can feature them on our Instagram page. So please do. We would love to hear from you guys. And did you see our poll question this week on Monday? Um, we did our little poll question just to get a little feel of how many of you had, uh, suffered altitude sickness a pretty mm. interesting stuff um and yes if you saw it good if you didn't that's a shame um we'll be <laughs> doing another one <laughs> um so yeah never fear if you didn't see it because we will be doing another one on monday it is a weekly segment um and this week's poll question will be would you have swum in Lake Titicaca? would you have been brave enough to do what Rachel and I did Would you have enjoyed it more potentially? I don't know, that's extra information that you don't have to provide. You simply have to tap yes or no and that's all we need from you. So yeah, please do swing on by. Also, while you're there, although not while you're there because it's on a different platform, but also while you're thinking about our podcast, please do give us a review. Mm. Um, Rachel, how many stars do we want? Five five, five, five. <laughs> five, five, five. five. It's not four. It's not six. It's a number in two. But yeah, reviews, please. We like them. Um, we had some lovely reviews, actually, that we shared on our Instagram page. And so anything. Oh, that was lovely. Thank you so much for writing those. I made that into a little post because I loved it so much. Like, thank you so, so much. Um, As ever, you know, you come to listen to us. So we want to listen to you. Hey. Yeah, so come along, come join the party. Um, yeah, so that is a goodbye from me. Thank you very much, Emily. Thank you to our listeners and uh, goodbye, the podcast, <laughs> as in its own goodbye. entity. Goodbye. Yes, we'll see you next week. See you for next our week. Uh, continued adventures on Lake Titicaca. Whoa, Lake Titicaca. All right, bye, guys. Bye. bye.